Welcome back, French Fries, to another crispy episode of Water Hockey brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly sponsored by DraftKings. As always, use promo code THPN on the DraftKings app to get in on all of the action today. And make sure to share Water Hockey with all your friends, your family, your neighbors, your enemies, your wives, your cousins, your dads, your moms, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and a little bit of LinkedIn. We may sound a little run down from this weekend, which we'll dive into here in just a moment, but we've got a huge returning guest. The continuity of the uh, the Water Hockey podcasts are starting to come together, so we're getting to really dive into some of these stories with friends that we've made uh, of guests on the show. Uh, but first and foremost, want to kick it over to the boys, see how their weekends were, starting off with Patrick. Patrick, you and I hung out last night, but how was the rest of your weekend, sir? It was fun, man. Drove out to Waxahachie for a wedding. Uh, one of my buddies from high school got married, so that nice. was a lot of fun. I drank a little too much, but Oof. you know. It's a wedding. That's how it goes. It's true. It's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, last night was, I should say last night we're recording this a little different on a Sunday. So last night being Saturday, it was fun. Got to hang out with Garrett and uh, Jason's parents. Not you, Jason. Other Jason. JP. My, my, bar, my, my fairy bar parents, as I call them. Yeah. And then I've pretty much done nothing but... Watch football today, and we chatted with our guest. I don't know if you mentioned who it was. I have not, but we can go ahead and mention it. Uh, it is it's a returning friend, uh, Les Lancaster, formerly of the Allen Americans. We had him on with Josh Lamon uh, quite a while ago. Now it's kind of wild to think about, uh, but he is over in Finland now in their top league. So we will be chatting with him here shortly. Is he in Finland though? Because does so. Finland exist? I hope so. Is that a drop <laughs> that I don't know about? No, it's a. <laughs> there's a conspiracy theory that the area known as Finland does not actually exist at all. It's just need empty, to look into this. It's just empty fishing space between Sweden and whatever the eastern Norway. country is. Yeah, that the Russians agreed to call a country, if I remember correctly. So that they could control populated fishing waters there. Pets Look man. it up. It's wild. It's obviously not real at all. Right. But you're absolutely right. <laughs> on on the, the there are hundreds of thousands of stories on is Finland real? Does Finland exist? Yeah. Many many don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but it's wild. we we can confirm that Les is in a space known as Finland, uh, and he seems to be doing extremely well, which you guys will hear about. Finland quotation, air quotes. Air quotes, big big time air quotes uh and we'll dive into a little bit more about the weekend too before we kick it over to the interview uh Jason Jason you got to hang out with the kiddo yesterday how was that dude that was awesome um I could hang out most days but mama had a had a gal's night out with the buddy and so I was like all right well you guys go watch your scary movies and I'll take care of the kiddo make him dinner and everything so anyways we just went to Chick-fil-a and then uh took it over to left field and watched airplanes take off and land. It was pretty cool for like all 20 minutes. And then he was just <laughs> over it. He was like, Dad. but it was, it was fun for the 20 minutes that he did it. Hey, that's <laughs> all that matters. All that matters. Tire him out. And, and did you guys get to watch any of the, uh, the, well, Patrick, you were at a wedding. You said, uh, Jason, did you get to catch any of the stars game on Friday? I did. Well, Friday. Well, yes. Yes. Friday. As evening. much as I could. Yes. Uh, I had my own game. Ah, faithful to the pylons. I might be getting, yeah. I might be doing a, a healthy scratch for this upcoming Friday uh, for the Le, Le Palons um, heading to the game. I, I hate to, I hate to break it to the boys, but I already, I already said no. But that being said, speaking of Garrett, uh, as always, you know, make sure to head over to texashockeyapparel.com. We have got some awesome, Ooh, awesome retro shirts. Thanks to Garrett. Mine and Jason's may have a little chocolate stain on them. Um, that is another story for another day, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go into that yeah. off the air. But yeah, uh, make sure to head over to TexasHockeyPair.com, follow him on all their socials. Uh, he is a prominent figure at the Credit Union of Texas Arena in Allen. 
uh, and we will have our presidential address here in just a moment with Credit Mike Union Waddell. of North Texas Arena. What is it? Credit, Credit Union of North Texas Arena. Credit. I can't. I'm still getting <laughs> used to it. It's it's such a mouthful <laughs> to go from Allen Event Center to Credit Union Credit Union of North Texas. No, it's <laughs> no, just it's... Credit Union of Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't want to just think, think of the acronym. Oh, there. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You guys are listening to this. We are, like I said, Patrick said, we're recording on Sunday night. I was very fortunate to go to both of the home openers for the Stars and the Americans back-to-back. That's why my voice sounds a little crispy. That's why my brain's moving super, super slow. Uh, that being said, we're about to kick it over to Mike to have the presidential address for the week to see what's going on with him. Uh, the Americans were able to squeeze out a win and get a one and one on this weekend homestand that continues into next week. But yeah, I mean, the game was amazing on Friday. The Stars pulled out another win in OT per use. That's their modus operandi. For some reason, they want to play in overtime. You can also play in overtime with Sauce Toss. If you have heard of SauceToss.com, type in code WADAHockey uh, for a, a tasty little discount. Holidays are right around the corner. And now is the time to, you know, use these discounts that we've got for you guys. Uh, but yeah, before we kick it over to uh, Mike for the presidential address, Patrick, I have one a little bit. No, that's that's I, I'm it's like we synced up and I needed I needed you to, to say something. <laughs> so I have two things. The first is a quick question mm-hmm. related to the stars. Okay. How many overtime games did we win last year? We won six. six. I actually did an article earlier today okay. with the morning skate. We went six and 14 in overtime games. Okay, so we're halfway there. We're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. I cannot <laughs> I cannot mentally do this again. What, what well, scares me the most. Yeah, well, what scares me the most is the fact that the team has three wins. The Stars record is three and two right now. And all of those wins have come in overtime. I... That worries me because this team has to have some finish in regular regular time. So it is a, a little scary. You know, cat's out of the bag. It's going to be a stressful season. Yeah, absolutely. Cat's out of the bag. The Stars are an OT-loving team. Uh, speaking of bags, now that I can say before we actually kick it over to Mike, Jason, tell me a little bit about your bags. My bags? Is that a oh. euphemism? Well, just like my bags you're, you're are great, like, <laughs> especially yeah. because they're from ConwayandBanks.com. Uh, the great people guys. over at Conway and Banks, they make quality uh, bags that are built to last. They include removable organizers that keep all your stuff organized, and they keep everything dry with those Bone waterproof dry. materials and those giant vents on the sides. I'm not going to lie. I haven't taken my gear out of my bag in like three weeks. <laughs> all I got to do is just open it up, mm. open it up. And uh, it's got all those vents in it, so it just doesn't get my shit all moldy and smelly. So, uh, my personal favorite feature, though, is that built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those nasty locker rooms. They come in three different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find one that you love. They come in uh, lamp red, uh, the navy, and then the classic all black. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh... Go get yourself uh, one by using the code uh, WhatAHockey15 and get 15% off your order. And go check out that link in all of our bios uh, and go get your bag from ConwayandBanks.com. Dot com. And get your gear to the rink in, in style. Style, 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 style. You guys get style points for that. Yeah, absolutely. You do. Right on the way. <laughs> Well, we're going to go ahead and kick it over to Mike for the presidential address, and we'll be back with you guys in just a moment to send it over to Les Lancaster. All right, we are back for the second episode of the presidential address with Mike Waddell of the Allen Americans coming off really just a massive weekend. First and foremost, uh, we talked a little bit more uh, on the uh, podcast before we jumped on, but want to express our gratitude for welcoming us into the Allen Americans family. Uh, for those that have not been to the Credit Union of Texas Arena in Allen, the powers that be uh, allowed us into their home, and we now have a Wada Hockey Dash report. So first and foremost, thank you for welcoming us into the family. Uh, very surreal moment to show up to the arena on Saturday night for the, the home opener, season opener. So thank you uh, from Wada Hockey to Mike and the Allen Americans. 
Hey, it's 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 great to have you as part of the family, Jeff. And want to uh, give a shout out to our partner, Aaron Marsh and Car Wrap City, also My Labs Direct. They do all of our uh, Dasher boards here in the Credit Union of Texas Event Center. And it was a uh, sight to be seeing. Great crowd in here on Saturday night for the opening game of season 13. We have ticket records going back to uh, the 2013-14 season. And it was the best opening night crowd that we've had during that span. And that includes a lot of championships seasons, mm -hmm. including the uh, uh, 15 and the 16 season openers when we would go on to win our third and fourth consecutive championship. So uh, Johnny Mitra and his staff are doing an outstanding job and uh, pushing the uh, the ticket sales right now. And Alyssa Schmidt and her group are doing a great job with the marketing and then Putting it all together is Casey Rusnak, who does an outstanding job with our game day presentation. And he was uh, playing with a lot of new toys here in the uh, event center this year because we have brand new video boards and LED lighting, a sound system and ribbon boards. And uh, that was still being tinkered with a little bit on the uh, setup with the uh, contractors uh, going right up into the last uh, day of the game. But, uh, you know, everything came off uh, great. And I think everybody who came out here to the village at Allen, to the rink of red, as we call it now, really saw a, a first-class uh, uh, presentation and didn't get the uh, on-ice uh, result that we wanted on Saturday, but we came back really strong on Sunday, and that's one thing you can always count on with a, a Steve Martinson coach team and with captains like Spencer Eschuk and also uh, Chad uh, Costello. I mean, it is just a, a really good group of guys, and it's a, it's a long season. We play 72 games. Yeah, uh, I was very fortunate to be there for the uh, the home opener uh, opening night on Saturday, and the Rink of Red, as you called it, was one of the coolest things. And I've been to quite a few arenas, and I've had some pretty amazing experiences, but being that close and that personal up to that rink when it went in that deep red color was just a, a really cool experience. The video boards look crisp and clean. Uh, the sound system was – you could tell a massive difference in the sound system. Uh, and I, I believe you guys got a new ice guy. Uh, you could just see the differences with literally top to bottom, and it, and it looked fantastic. But like you were saying, uh, you know, opening night didn't go the way that you know the fans might have wanted it. But this is a this is a wily veteran style of team. So you've got guys like Chad Costello who made his return to Allen on Saturday night for the first time in quite a while. Uh, I know there were rumors swirling about him coming back for for months and months leading up to the season. You were you were saying the app. We talked about it last week. Uh, how do you feel like the uh, the fans kind of uh, accepted that? I know there were quite a few. Uh, phones up and uh, out during the uh, the intermission. So how do you feel like it went off with the uh, the new app for the Allen Americans? They're doing a great job in the intermissions. Uh, but really all throughout the night, uh, fans can check rosters. They can check stats. They can take part in promotions with Katie Floyd when she's out there as our in-game host. I mean, it, it's a truly interactive experience. It's more than just the light show that we do at the beginning of the game. And we'll be adding things throughout the season. Also, the 50-50 uh, uh, raffle will be controlled in a lot of ways uh, through this app. And that's still being uh, tinkered with right now, again, because of some uh, uh fun things that we have uh, planned that we'll add on uh, midway and uh, maybe even a little bit earlier uh, this season. But you don't want to bring everything out at the beginning. You want to keep it fresh, mm -hmm. and we'll be uh, tinkering with that. But could not be prouder of our uh, staff and uh, really excited to see uh, the remainder of our 34 home games starting uh, coming up this week with our only uh, uh, matchup at home this year against Utah. And Jeff, as you think about last year during our COVID season, we really only played the same team again and again and again mm -hmm. uh and and so it's kind of odd to only uh have the opportunity to see the the grizzlies come in they came in of course uh in the playoffs last year for the first round and they'll be in here for our uh second homestand on october 30th and 31st yeah make sure to grab your tickets at alamericans.com uh they've got all the 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 links there for you signed up and make sure to download that app yeah it'll be really interesting to have the grizzlies back in town i uh for those that you know, the Americans fans and the Americans faithful, they they have long-term memories. So I'm sure they remember that first round with uh, the boys getting up on the glass when they clinched the series uh, with the watch party uh, over there in Richardson. Really looking forward to that series. Uh, let's talk real quick before we, uh, before we let you go. You guys were able to roll out the blue jerseys, and we actually got to see them for both home games this weekend, which I think was a pretty fun treat for everyone at the, uh, at the Credit Union of Texas Event Center. 
Not exactly as planned, but uh, unfortunately, we're having uh, a lot of teams in the ECHL. Wichita only had one jersey uh, that had been shipped to them so far, and luckily that was the white. But uh, for us, we had the blues. We didn't have our reds or our whites in town Mm -hmm. for the game. Just some uh, challenges right now with Athletic Knit. Now, those jerseys are approved back in the uh, first quarter, so in that January, February, March area. But they weren't able to uh, be shipped to us in time. They're actually in Fort Worth, and they've been there since uh, last Thursday. But if you show up at a sorting facility of a major shipping company, they tend to not just let you in there. They have to do everything by the book. Mm -hmm. So uh, we didn't have a chance to get those, even though Kevin Sykes-Gilbert from our uh, operations and uh, finance area was over there trying to navigate that uh, chrysalis of uh, shipping. But hey, it just didn't uh, come through for us. But we got a chance to see the Blues and the uh, team shop, which is uh, really doing well this year. We have lots of great uh, merchandise in there, some Texas hockey apparel things from uh, uh, our new partners at uh, THA. But they sold through all of the blue jerseys, so we're already trying to order some uh, more things in here. And uh, coming up this weekend, we have a pair of what we hope will be. We're still waiting on this shipment, too. But we have uh, a Halloween jersey, and it's going to be really cool. I think people are really going to like that. And then we also have a Legacy Night jersey, which is a throwback jersey uh, back to the uh, uh, days when we were winning championships uh, back in the uh, CHL. So I think fans will really enjoy coming out. We have some uh, fun things that we'll announce later in the week to get people excited and uh, just glad to be having hockey again, 100% capacity here at the uh, Credit Union of Texas Event Center. Yeah, well, Mike, uh, I want to say once again, thank you uh, again for accepting us into your family, uh, the opportunity to have our, our logo on the dashboards. Uh, make sure, again, just check out allenamericans.com to get those tickets for this weekend uh, as they take on the Utah Grizzlies at the Credit Union of Texas Event Center on October 30th and 31st. Maybe throw a costume on. I want to see someone dressed up as Mike Waddell for uh, Halloween this weekend. No, we so we're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, make sure to stay tuned to all the socials, and uh, us at Wada Hockey will be happy to share those with all of the Allen Americans fans and we'll let you guys know what they have up their sleeves for this weekend but mike thank you again for your time and and we'll be back here again next week live in the red what's up water hockey fans if you're an nfl fan you hungry for a big win this week DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl has you covered new customers can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win their game and if they do you win two hundred dollars in free bets winner winner chicken dinner that's a famous vegas phrase if you've never been it's that simple if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contests DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposits it's super easy download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code thpn bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. $5 deposit minimum and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now back to the show. And again, thanks to Mike uh, and the Allen Americans uh, for Mike, what they've been Mike, doing for Mike, us. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike. It's Mike. Uh, if you guys are headed to the Credit Union of Texas arena, okay. I'm getting I'm getting chirped by Siri over here. If you guys are heading to the Credit Union of Texas arena, make sure to take a look on the Dasher boards because we have officially got our first ad uh, at the Credit Union of Texas Arena. Uh, thanks to the Americans for uh, putting us out there for people to kind of get some exposure to the podcast that hasn't seen us or hasn't heard of us before. Um, we greatly appreciate it. So, uh, But without further ado, uh, we're going to kick it over to Les Lancaster, and he's going to tell you all about the land known as Finland, if it exists. Up next is a familiar name to North Texas hockey fans. Uh, last time we had this guy on, he was with the Allen Americans alongside his bestie for the resty, Josh Lamon, where he would uh, lead the team <laughs> to the second round of the Kelly Cup playoffs and be named the ECHL's Defenseman of the Year. 
should have been the MVP, but that's a discussion for another day. Uh, he now dons the gold bucket for Ilves in the top finish league known as Liga. Welcome back to the podcast, Les Lancaster. How are you, bud? Fellas, boys. It's always a pleasure to just to chat with you guys. You know that? <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we were just so excited to get you back on the podcast. I know the time difference is, is pretty brutal, and, and you're probably acclimated to the, uh, the finish time. But, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, how, how have you been? How has the transition been? And, and tell us a little bit about your journey over to uh, Finland. I've been good, man. You know, it's been uh, it's been quite the adjustment. You know, since since last season, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of a short uh, short off season. I, you know, our season ended a uh, little, uh, you know, late part of June. I don't even know the date. Maybe like June twenty fifth, twenty sixth, or something like that. And um, I had to report uh, into Finland July uh, July twenty eighth. So. I only had about four uh, four weeks home, so it was a pretty short off season for me. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was Good tough. Turnaround. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, I you know took a lot of time at home, and um, I didn't really do too much. Didn't really work out. Didn't really skate. And mm-hmm. uh, the coaches and GM over here, uh, they kind of supported me in that decision. You know, they didn't really want me to uh, do too much while I was home, and finally made the transition out here and. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was good. It was definitely tough at first. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with the time difference, it's a seven hour time difference from back home and mm-hmm. eight hour time difference from you guys in, uh, in the Dallas area and, yeah. and, and whatnot. But, um, no, it's been, it's been good, man. You know, I think that was a, that was probably like the toughest part for me was, uh, was the time change at first trying to get here and, and sleep and whatnot. And, uh, uh, it was, I don't know, it, you know, it was, it was weird. It was my first time in Europe, so I didn't really know what to expect. You know, the eight hour flight over, you know, typically leaving. I think I left Chicago at like 8.30 at night and I arrived Helsinki at 2.30 PM. So it was just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was just like a weird, you know, kind of a weird feeling and then kind of, uh, you know, just got adjusted day by day. But, um, oh man, it's been, you know, it's definitely interesting, you know, compared to, Dallas or Allen, Texas. Yeah, Allen, you know, <laughs> Allen, Texas or or even Detroit just being home and whatnot. And, yeah. Um it's you know, it's it's a culture shock a little bit, but so far I'm loving it. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. So take us back to the end of last season. Obviously, you guys get bumped in the second round, which you know we, we don't need to go into in, as far as that's concerning, but what was the decision process like for you? Um, you know, for, for those that are listening, a, a lot of people fail to realize that, yeah, hockey is a sport. It's a passion. People love it. But when you get to the level that you play at, it's a business first. And, and you've got to do what's best for Les Lancaster and, and the namesake. So what was that decision like to ultimately say, okay, my time has come with the ECHL. I'm ready to move on to bigger things. And I think I'm going to take my talents overseas, you know, like LeBron James S. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think, um, obviously last year for me was a, was a really good year. Um, mm-hmm. you know, probably my best year of hockey that I've ever had. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just MVP, with the eight- MVP caliber, by the way, MVP <laughs> caliber. We thought uh, you were jobbed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, again, the other day. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I appreciate the loyal fan base and, and uh, Alan. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just kind of like thinking to myself, like, you know, what more could I do in the ECHL, you know, than I did last year? You know, I played really well, you know, obviously had a lot of points, a lot of goals. D of the year, you know, was in the MVP talk as well. And, you know, I, I just didn't think that there was really, uh, another step for me to take in that league. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, this is, this is a business for us, you know, at the end of the day, it is our job. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of, you know, I, I think as, as a pro hockey player too, everybody wants to play in the NHL someday. And, right. um, you know, for me, I just have to take those steps in my career, um, to progress, to get me to that next level and potentially play in the NHL someday. And I think uh, going overseas was just that next step in my career. You know, I, I had some uh, talks and some interest to stay in North America, you know, playing the AHL. But mm-hmm. um, especially after last season, you know, not really getting a call up or anything like that. I think I was just kind of frustrated, you know, yeah. with the with the AHL. So I decided to 
come over to Europe and, you know, I'm really happy with that decision. I, I really think the, the style of play really suits my game, you know, being a little bit smaller, um, but a really good skater. I think it really helps over here on the big ice and, you know, the organization and, and the coaches so far have allowed me to play my game. No problem. And uh, yeah, so far I'm just, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself. Well, that's great to hear. And, and that kind of leads me into the, the next question I had lined up for you. What, what is the transition of play for you and how long did it kind of take you to get acclimated to the Finnish style or, uh, or European style rather uh, play? Uh, or was it pretty seamless? Because like you said, you know, you kind of have the architects of like almost like a John Klingberg or uh, essentially, you know, offensive defenseman. Right. Uh, well, at, at first it was tough because like I said, I didn't, I didn't do too much in the off season. So when I first mm-hmm. got here, you know, to camp and because the European hockey, you know, it starts a little bit sooner here than it does in North America. You know, we've already played 15 games into our season right. where the, you know, the ECHL is, is just starting out. So, um, you know, things kind of happen fast. So everybody here was already working out skating. Um, you know, I was one of the last guys to, uh, you know, to, to arrive here. But again, my GM and coaches under understood that. So it took me a few weeks to really get acclimated over here. And, um, you know, like I said, with sleep, you know, even just little things like, uh, going to the grocery store, you know, finding food, you know, where to eat, (laughs) you know, stuff, stuff like that. It was, it was just kind of tough, you know, for me personally. And, you know, everything, at the ice was like, uh, or everything at the arena was, you know, the easiest part of my day. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, it was, uh, it, it took me a few weeks, a couple preseason games were definitely helpful. You know, I, I think we played five or six. I, I, I played in four of them and I think I just kind of got better with each game. You know, I, I, I think this, the, the main thing for me is I wanted to bring that same confidence over that I had from last year. And, um, you know, I, I really think I've done that and, just be able to come over here and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I can, I can play with these guys. I can play with anybody if I just play my game and skate the way I can skate. And, you know, so far I've been doing that. It's, it's definitely a little bit more physical than I, than I would have thought. I think the East coast did a really good job of preparing me for that over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people say like uh, the f- European style is a little bit more finesse and skill and, and not so much hitting, but uh, you know, I would, I would disagree with that. It's, it's pretty physical <laughs> over here. Yeah, the translation must not have come through in English. On the <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they forgot um, that in the memo. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, before I kick it over to Patrick, uh, for those that are listening, um, you're wearing the gold helmet right now, which means you lead the team in points. So obviously that transition has become kind of seamless for you now as you continue to kind of go off the hot season you had last year. Yeah, I've you know gotten off to a really good start. Um you know, like I said, I, I, I think I just had that confidence from last year, come over into this season, and I got off to a really good start, you know, this season. As You know, it's it, it's weird. You know, I, I don't think I'm doing anything different. Just, uh, you know, the puck's kind of just finding its way in the net. I'll, although I don't really like wearing the gold helmet too much. As a, as a, <laughs> I was going to ask. I would say you as got a, the biggest golden lights going on. Yeah, as a, as a defenseman, you know, whenever the puck is chipped into my corner, they always uh, – you know, they always make sure to finish their check on me, but, oh, yeah. um, you know, you know, it's a, it, it's a huge honor though. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it, it's a pretty cool thing to experience over here. You know, they're passionate about their hockey, um, mm-hmm. which is very cool to see. It kind of brings me back to my college days of having those, you know, crazy fans. Oh yeah. I bet. But it's, it's cool to see. It's, it's awesome to keep up with over here for sure. So you mentioned things like going to the grocery store, different time zone, all that. What do you miss most about Texas and just being home in general? Any places in Finland that uh, kind of give you a little homesick twinge? The one thing I miss the most is English. <laughs> man, <it's, laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, nobody, I mean, it's, you know, Finnish is such a hard language. It's, uh, you know, we have a bunch of um, Swedes on our team and, you know, their language is supposed to be pretty similar, I, I believe, but even the Swedish people on our team don't understand Finnish. I guess it's just a language that is so hard to learn. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that do speak English. It's, it's a lot of broken English though. So it's not, it's not perfect, but yeah. uh, Finnish is, you know, just so hard that's, you know, every, and everything is in Finnish. So I walk around the the grocery store with my phone and Google translate and the camera, <laughs> you know, just to see, just to see which, you know, what is what. So, it's, yeah. you know, that's, 
you know, that's, you know, definitely the thing I miss the most. Um, you know, even just like going down or like to the mall, like, you know, Hey, do you have like a size 10 in this shoe? And, you know, just being able to have like those little conversations with people, you know, it's, right. it's tough. Um, you know, a lot of finger pointing and a lot of staring, a lot of awkward <laughs> staring at each other until, yeah. you know, until something's figured out, but no, it's, um, you know, I don't know the, the city I'm in is, is one of the biggest in Finland actually. And, um, I live right in the city, right downtown. So I, I really am in a great spot and, you know, the food here is actually really good, really, really good. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's pretty, um, I, you know, it, it, it really does feel like home. Um, it doesn't feel too much different in that aspect now that I've kind of settled in and, um, and whatnot, like, I, I, you know, obviously there's some things that are, uh, different here and there, but, um, you know, I, I love the city I I'm in, I, I really do. And it's, uh, you know, it's not too big like Helsinki. They said Helsinki is, is terrible. You know, it can take you two hours to get from the North end of the city to the South end, you know, during, yeah. during rush hour, you know, stuff like that. They said it's very overpopulated. So no, so far, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been going good, man. Like I, I know I keep saying yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying it over here and it's going good, but you know, that's just, it's, it's the truth. I, I really am, uh, having a good time. Well, I mean, you're it's awesome. You, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're essentially living out a dream. I mean, it's, it's awesome to see, you know, uh, friends like succeed in that way, but you've got another guy on the team too, uh, that I'm curious about that used to call Texas home, uh, Nick Baptiste, oh, yeah. uh, used to play for the Texas stars in the AHL. Have you and him connected at all, or are there any other teammates that you've kind of leaned on a little bit to become more comfortable over there? Oh yeah, well we definitely have leaned on each other because uh, we're the only two North Americans on the team. <laughs> um, you know, so I think just kind of day one when he when he came over, you know, we kind of gravitated towards one another because we were the only ones that spoke perfect English. So yeah. uh, you know, yeah, we've become really good friends. You know, we sit next to each other. Uh, in the locker room, you know, stalls by one another. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time together. I'm actually going to go over to his place uh, tonight after I get done with you guys, order some dinner, watch some American football, you know, hang out and, and whatnot. We, I had lunch with him earlier today. So no, we've become uh, really good friends. I, I, I knew of him uh, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, you know, because we're the same age. So we've played against each other yeah. uh, a little bit in some youth tournaments. But no, he's he's a really good guy, and uh, I know he misses Texas a little bit too. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and and that's it's it's crazy to think about when we started this podcast. Obviously, the the focus was you know North Texas hockey or Texas hockey, and just I don't think people understand how how big it's gotten here in the states, where you guys literally grew up completely separated from each other, and you know having that connection now is just kind of awesome to to roll back to. Uh, but like we said before, you got the gold bucket. You're you're leading the you're leading the points uh, in Il- is it Elvis right? I'm saying yeah. it right. Yep, Elvis. I, yep. It's, it typing that for for those here in America, it's so weird to type because it's just it looks I I L. It's N L L V S. Yeah, but uh, how are how are you feeling? Your game has evolved since you've landed in Finland, and and when should we expect the Lancaster jerseys to uh, start popping up for an NHL franchise? oh man you know it's uh uh, who knows you know I just got to worry about this year really that's you know that's that's the main thing I you know it's it's my game over here it's it's definitely gotten a little bit better you know playing Mm -hmm. with uh really good players every single day I mean we have uh our uh we have the leading point scorer uh from last year on our team another top five forward um, from last year on our team, a bunch of young guys, probably a couple that will make world juniors this year, you know, so it's just really good competition. And then, you know, playing every single, every single night against, uh, you know, other guys that have played world juniors or some guys in the KHL or, or NHL or multiple years in the AHL, even, you know, it's, uh, it's a high level of hockey here and, you know, practicing every day with those guys, you know, it's just ultimately going to make your own game better too. And, now nah, I've I've just built a you know a lot of good relationships over here as well. I think mm-hmm. uh, you know being an American, you are kind of an out, outcast at first, but especially with our team and our organization, they've done a really good job of bringing us all together. Mm-hmm. And um, ah, man, it's just the, I, I I really do I, I love this organization and and I love being a part of this team. It's it's made the transition over here just flawless. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it truly is just probably one of like the best years of hockey that I've that I've had so far. That's awesome. And, and what's what's 
what's it like, not in the locker room, but like maybe in the training room, how is, because you're going essentially from an ECHL team and not to, not to talk down on them at all, but you know, Ilvis is, is a legit organization. And for those that are listening, it's not just hockey. They have a, a soccer team, like field hockey, they've got multiple sports. So what's, what's it like having that, that training room? Cause I'm sure it's probably decked out from floor to ceiling with just state-of-the-art equipment and things like that well you know it's funny you say that actually because um we're in a pretty unique year here um so the arena that we're playing in right now is actually the oldest in finland i believe it was the first hockey rink that was ever that was ever built in finland and actually there's two teams in in my city so we have a a pretty big rivalry with each other but we share the same arena so we we both play out of that same arena and um you know with our with our team, you know, our, our first year, I, I believe was 1931. And, you know, so there's a lot of yep. history there and our last championship was 1985. So, you know, we have a very passionate, uh, loyal fan base and, uh, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty rowdy with, you know, and, and, and they'll let you know, you know, we were losing four games. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, we were losing four games in a row <laughs> earlier in the season. They wanted our coach fired. They wanted players, you know, traded, saying like this was unacceptable like you know we you know we don't want to pay for this you know especially like this getting back to my point this year yeah is the last season in this old arena before we move to our new arena in december so we actually only have i think six more home games left uh before we move into our new arena which is um coming in december and i think it's supposed to be the best arena in all of europe Oh wow! Yeah, oh that's yeah, it's awesome. supposed to hold I think like fifteen thousand state of the art. I mean, from everything I've seen or heard, it's absolutely crazy. So I can I can assume the team is itching. And is the other team gonna move over with you guys as well? Yep, gonna... yep correct. Yeah, yeah. So so both teams okay. will be will be uh, will be moving over. But in our current uh, arena right now, Hakametsa, the the oldest one in, in Finland, it's uh, there's just so much history in our locker room. You know, they have a picture of every single Ilvis team from 1931, you know, when it was black and white, wow. wearing sweaters. Um, yeah, it's, man, it's just, it, for me, like, it's so cool to, like, be able to come over here and see, like, the history of the Finnish Hockey League and specifically our team, um, even just on the walls. You know, our equipment manager, he's been here, I think, for 60-some years now. I mean, he's a yeah. Didn't they? Didn't they do like a huge tribute yeah, to they, him so, recently? So, yeah, I saw so social he, media and they just, changed all their pictures. Yeah, to him. he just got inducted <laughs> to be an Ilvis legend, so now he's a he's officially an Ilvis hockey legend. That's so cool. Yeah, and I think I think people fail to realize how how long you know. Obviously, over here in the states, we see the the NHL as the end all be all, um, but there are so many leagues outside of North America that have just a, a huge history franchises like Ilvis and then you look at the KHL so mm-hmm. it's cool to see that you know they're they respect their history like they do oh yeah I, I mean it's and it, especially for me it's it's cool to see you know because before coming here I, I really didn't know anything about the Finnish league I knew it was a you know obviously a really good hockey league um, I knew nothing about Ilvis you know even even when I signed I just knew little bits and pieces but you know coming over here and learning about the team and the organization and um, the fans, you know, just the history of everything. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's been pretty cool, especially in, and, and being a part of this season, you know, it's pretty historic. Um, the last, mm. especially with COVID last year, cause there weren't any fans in the building. And then this being right. the last season, uh, in Hakametsa and transitioning in, into the new arena. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of cool seeing everything being pieced together. Yeah. You're getting kind of best. of both Yeah, worlds. exactly. How does the locker room set up when y'all play each other work? Is it whoever's the home team takes the nicer locker room? And so, uh, so we actually in the bottom, um, like uh, like uh, or I guess on the arena level, they're on one side of the arena and we're on the other side. So you know we kind of walk in the same doors and whatnot, but you know you turn left to go to their side and you turn right <laughs> to go to our side and. Uh, you know they're orange and blue, we're green and yellow, and it's almost like a perfectly divided line. Um, you know, even like the <laughs> even the logos on the ice. So you know w- when we play each other 
in normal arenas, there's like a home bench and an away bench. Um, right. For Ilvis and Tapata, like they'll always have that same side of the arena and we'll always have that same side of the arena. So like on their side wow. of the ice, they have like blue and orange stanchions. On our side, we have the green and yellow stanchions. <laughs> our logos on our side of the ice are green and yellow. There, you know, we have like the John Deere logo on our side. You know, theirs, they have blue and orange logos on their side. So it's very, uh, it's very split and it's a very heated rivalry. I was going to say, it's almost like the Packers and Bears, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. yeah and so, I was about to say, it sounds like the Cotton Bowl, OU Texas, with the split down the middle. Yeah. yeah well, Burn orange on one side, crimson on the other. Well, my, my first game, actually, um, I actually missed our, our first league game because I had to fly back to the States for uh, a family emergency. And then um, when I flew back to Finland, my first game actually was against them. But we were the road team. And, uh, you know, our, our fans hate their fans so much that they won't even buy tickets because they know if they buy a ticket <laughs> that that money goes to their organization. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. That's amazing. That's an incredible level of pettiness. Oh, it, it, it yeah. is. And so, actually, uh, this Friday coming up, we play them again, and we're the home team, and it will be the last time that we're hosting them in the, in the arena. So I think it's going to be uh, – a you know sold out crowd and it's going to be uh, going to be oh, wow. pretty wild. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Moving away from hockey a little bit, you said you're going to go hang out with Nick and watch some American <laughs> football. Which to us that's kind of weird that you have to differentiate. Oh yeah, since we just call it football. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a a fantasy league for the team. We we don't have one for the team. Um, you know, a lot of guys. You know. I think they're into American football. I don't I don't think that uh, they, you know, it, it, well, it's hard to watch too because the 1 p.m. Eastern games come on at 8 p.m. here. So it's, you right. know, it's, it's yeah. really tough. You can only watch, you know, the first handful of games really. Um, but normally on, on Monday, Monday morning, we'll roll in, you know, to the arena and there's about seven or eight of us that will kind of sit down together in the locker room and talk about fantasy football and, they know I'm a huge Lions fan, so every every Monday, you know, I come into the arena and they have to poke fun at me about how the Lions lost the day before. <laughs> I can't believe they lost that can't way. Can't escape it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough being a Lions fan, but you know, you get that you get that every year. But yeah, they make a mm-hmm. they make a joke every single Monday about how we lost in historic fashion, this or that, and <laughs> so I don't want to talk about I don't want to the, the game. I what was it Prater? That hit that kick. Uh, who I can't. Yeah, remember. Well, the sixty whatever. Uh, it was. It was. It was Baltimore when they lost to Baltimore. That's yeah, right, Justin Tucker. Yeah, yeah, Tucker. That's who it was. Yeah, I was playing someone in fantasy that week, and they had Tucker, and I was like, of course, like of all weeks for this guy to go and and just bullseye that field goal. Oh yeah, but yeah. I, I felt I felt the Detroit Lions pain that week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's you know it is. It is what it is, but we still we still cheer on all the way from over here. DeAndre That's Swift's awesome. kind of carrying my running backs a little bit. He's having a great hey, year, fantasy he, wise. Yeah, fantasy wise, he's having a great year. But <laughs> at at this point, <laughs> I, I don't. You know, I don't know. As a Lions fan, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just it's it, it just is what it is. But I'll still show up and watch every every Sunday. Although they are playing Stafford this week, so. Who knows? It's gonna be yeah, interesting. A little, Who knows? A little extra salt. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've got to I've got to ask because you know obviously a lot of the people that listen to this are Allen Americans fans and they know about the bromance between you and Josh. Um, I know you guys got to meet up like you said uh, and you got to watch him play. But what's it been like kind of going back to not playing with Josh again? Because I know you guys played together throughout college and then you know ECHL happened. You guys went the separate ways. Trade happened and you guys played again in Allen, but. So what's it what's it been like and how often you guys chat? Uh, I miss them. I really do miss them. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's no, it, it it's it's been good. I mean, I mean, you know, we I think we both knew eventually it was going to have to come to an end. Um, I think we. God, it sounds so sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, we had our real emotional goodbye uh, last year at the end of the year party. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we both kind of broke down to one another, realizing that this was the last time that we were going to play together, but. No, I mean, yeah. we, we remain in contact, you know, just about every day or, or every other day. Um, we try to watch each other's games as well. You know, we'll send, we're in a group chat with a, another one of our college buddies and um, 
you know, we're always texting each other, whether it's just to play Call of Duty, uh, you know, mm-hmm. talk to one another on there or just kind of give updates on each other's games and how they went, how we're playing and whatnot. But um, no, like I like I said, he, he was playing in Champions League and uh, one of the teams mm-hmm. in his division was in Finland. And uh, it was about a two-hour drive from where I'm at. So uh, I made the drive to, to go see him and, and spend a little bit of time with him because uh, I had to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, I, 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 had, I commented on the picture because I saw it and I was like, they did it. Yeah. They, they did it. <laughs> I love it. But so kind of jumping back over to the, uh, the adjustment, have you, you said you earlier talking about the food. Do you have a favorite food over there that's kind of, uh, you know, local to Finland? And uh, or do you have Finnish? Yeah, Finnish exclusive. And have you been able to check out many of the tourist attractions? Um, Well, honestly, I haven't done too many attractions just because now it's with. So here it's it's very weird. The sun. When I first got here in uh, like August, the sun wasn't even going down till about 1130 at night. So it was, oh yeah, it was sunny for, you know, almost the entire day. And now it's like reversing. So now the sun doesn't even come up till about 930. And then it goes down at like 430 or 5 PM. Mm. (laughs) And and like as December rolls around, the sun's supposed to go down at like 330 or so. That's nuts. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, uh, definitely a little different in, in that regard. Um, I know Finland is is popular for reindeer. I haven't, okay. uh, I haven't, oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had it yet. I've gone to a few steakhouses um, with mm-hmm. a couple of the guys and we've tried some meat. I don't, I don't really, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like steak, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've actually tried horse meat. I guess that's, that's pretty popular over here as well. Um, okay. And it was, and it was really good. I actually, I actually really enjoyed it. So, I haven't hmm. I haven't tried the reindeer yet, so I'm still still waiting on that one. But uh, I all the the city I'm in is like the wing capital of Finland. Oh, love that! Yeah. <laughs> so actually, it, it's it's funny you say that because uh, we have wings ordered for tonight, and uh, that's what we're gonna we're gonna go <laughs> gonna go eat some eat some wings and and watch some football. Nice. That's on the docket for tonight. But um, no, other than that, I I try to do a lot of cooking. I yeah. kind of have a particular appetite, so. I gotta. That's fair. Yeah, I gotta make sure uh, I know what I'm putting in my body. For sure. Have you uh, Have you made the the brave trek to any of the local McDonald's to see if they've got any uh, different cuisine? I know like McDonald's around the world have just like insanely different menus. Oh yeah. So I've actually gone to uh, the McDonald's a few times, and um, they have like a a vegan burger. They have like a veggie burger. Um, one thing I, ha- I have noticed over here is they love their mayo. So almost everything, yes, everything is like a barbecue <laughs> mayo, like a garlic mayo, a mustard mayo, like everything is it's something with mayo. It's, it's very interesting, but, um, there are a few different McDonald's menu items, but I stick to just my chicken nuggets and, <laughs> and Big Mac burger. <laughs> The tried and true. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's. I get chirped a lot over here because I love mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and so like I know I overseas. Too. Yeah, it's like their ketchup. So they'll dip their fries in it. They'll dip their nuggets in it. Like it's it's the condiment like oh, yeah. of the year for them. Oh yeah, time, yeah. There's so. actually a garlic mayo that I love that I just I use. I get that every single time. I love it. That's great. <laughs> I, we just gotta get Whataburger over there. Hey, I, even, I mean, they, even better. It's yeah. I, I know it's no in and out for you guys, but uh, you know. Um, Think you triggered me a little bit with the McDonald's reference, though. After last night, I oh yeah, the, so I won so the we're, yeah. McDonald's. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that we win uh, with with a namesake like Wada Hockey is the McDonald's, however many Big Mac coupons it is. I wonder, I wonder if we could send that to Les. I wonder if it translates to uh, Finnish McDonald's. <laughs> Um, well, let me ask, do you have any messages for the Americans fans? I know you guys got to do an end of year party and you got to talk to a lot of the season ticket holders, but you know, do you have any messages for them as far as like your time in Allen? Because, you know, it's a unique area. Um, hockey in North Texas is, is booming and I, but it's, it's almost kind of like playing in Finland for a lot of guys because you don't associate, uh, hockey with Texas. Right. No, you know, it's Josh and I had this conversation as well and, you know, I've been in. Uh, I've been talking to Ben Carroll, Phil Blue, 
uh, mm. Jordan Duton, you know, Tim Abbott. I've been, uh, dude. Yeah, you know, I've, I've still been in contact with all those guys. I mean, I'll forever love my time in Allen. I loved living there. I loved playing there. It truly is one of the best, if not the best place to play in the ECHL. You know, that's, that's my opinion. I love Marty. Um, yeah, I, I, I really do love the city of Allen and, uh, you know, the two years I got to spend there, I'm forever grateful for, you know, some of the best fans as, as well. And, um, you know, I'm definitely going to miss, you know, the, the weather, the rink, you know, everything about it. And, um, unfortunately, you know, I got to be a little selfish and, and take those steps in my career to keep on moving up. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely miss my time there. Yeah, and I'm sure you miss the uh, the ability to walk out of the rink in December and go play a round of golf because <laughs> the weather allows it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, which leads me to the next question because we never got to do the uh, Wada Hockey Invitational, but did the did the clubs make the trip over to Finland? Uh, the clubs unfortunately oh, no. did not make the trip. Oh no! I really, yeah, I really, I'm I'm a little upset with myself. I didn't I didn't want to pack too much. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the golf clubs just might be a little, a little much. And I kind of regret that decision. Cause I, I know I had a lot of time to play at the beginning of the year. Like I said, when the sun was up till 1130 mm-hmm. at night, you know, I just, I, mean, yeah. I wasn't aware of the situation at hand. And um, <laughs> I'm actually trying to plan a Scotland trip at the end of our season, like in April, late mm-hmm. April, early May even. So there's some promise that while I'm over here, I'll still get to still get to play some golf. But if not, we'll still have to do the what a hockey shootout because I've already <laughs> I'm, I'm planning a trip to Dallas to see some of the guys for when I get home and, and hang out. So if I if I make the trip, I will bring my golf clubs and we'll have to have to get that on the books. Oh, absolutely. We'll have to, we'll have to go to a nice course for the occasion. Oh, oh real fancy, eh? Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this little place called Top Golf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, too, because obviously uh, someone we haven't brought up yet, uh, uh, Matt Register, also is playing with uh, Josh now in Cardiff. Um, have you been able to contact anybody else outside of the, the core group of guys you played with? And, and do you keep up with anyone else besides Josh? Yeah, I well, I, I saw Reggie. Like I said, when I went when I went to go visit Josh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Reggie being on the same team, I I talked to him for a little bit. I've been in contact with Dyson. You know, we've sent a few uh, messages back and forth. Corey yeah. Mac Corey Mackin um, as well. We've sent a few uh, messages back and forth to one another. You know, for the for the most part, uh, you know, that's a uh, that's really about it. Obviously, Spencer asked Chuck. You know that guy. Yeah. That guy's on top of everything. So you know we've been in con- we've been <laughs> on contact as well. And um, you know, no, you know, not too many guys. You know, just like the the core group, like you kind of said. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, still talking to you know Ben Carroll and and Phil and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, those are going to be really good friends for a long time. So we've been in contact a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a culture shock yesterday. Patrick and I were fortunate enough to go to the the home opener in Allen, and I think they only brought back eight guys, which. You know, in the ECHL, you kind of you kind of adjust to it because there's so much movement. But it was a little bit of a culture shock because you saw, you know, Mitchin jerseys, Lancaster jerseys, Lamin jerseys. And you're like, damn, like it almost felt like uh, the end of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. with Will Smith standing alone in the room. Yeah. You're like, where'd everybody go? Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> so. it's especially I think just, uh, you know, last year, the, the depth of our team and um, a lot of people left, you know, in our team. In, in, in particular to Europe, I think, you know, the number was mm-hmm. maybe 10 or 11 guys that, that oh, left. Yeah. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty crazy. You know, I know, I'm sure some guys had the options to come back to Allen or, or go overseas or, or whatever the case may be. But I mean, losing 10, 11 guys is, I mean, that's, you know, that's almost the Definitely entire team. team. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you got, you got to give it up to Marty because he put together a, a good roster of a bunch of uh, big, quick guys. But, you know, like we were saying before we started recording, there's, you got to get used to the team. There's got to be some continuity. But uh, yeah, last, last season was a special one for, I think, for everyone involved with that organization. So it was just kind of cool to be a part of it and have some sort of, you know, input with, you know, Dutes and, and you and Josh and Zane and all the guys on the team. So, you know, we just appreciate the time and we appreciate you guys always, you know, supporting us and, you know, obviously giving us the time because that's the most valuable thing. But uh, anything you want to, you know, end it on with the uh, you want to say anything to the friends and family back here in the States uh, besides go Lions and you know, <laughs> we've got the tissues ready for you. 
Yeah, I know, right? It's 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 always a it's always a tough affair on my Sunday nights here. But no, you know, I obviously wishing my family nothing but the best. You know, it's it's tough being uh, you know seven hours time difference, or you know, sometimes even uh, nine hours for my mom when she's in Denver. So it's you know, communicating with them isn't always the easiest. I think we try and make a plan, you know, once or twice a week to kind of sit down and FaceTime and. I think today, you know, they're all getting together to do carving pumpkins or something for Halloween or whatever at, at yeah. one of my aunt's houses. So I, I plan on FaceTiming them tonight and saying hi to everybody. So, no, I know they're doing well. I know they're missing me. I think they're actually coming over in uh, uh, the end of November for Thanksgiving to see the last, oh, wow. yeah, the last couple games for uh, um, the last couple games in our old arena and then the first couple games in our new arena as well. So that'll be good to spend some time with them and, and see them because uh, they definitely know I miss them, no doubt. Well, like I said, we appreciate you coming back on and, and chatting with us a little bit. I know a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are going to be excited to hear this one. Dudes especially, <laughs> sweetheart. Oh, I love I mean, I, I FaceTimed him the other day, man. And I was even just texting him. And, you know, last year we had a little routine that I would do with him at, before every single game. He's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do without that anymore. I was like, ah, I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Don't you worry. <laughs> Yeah, you guys can FaceTime each other before their games. And, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Late, late night FaceTimes. It's not weird at all to, to FaceTime a grown man at 3 a.m. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you again for coming on. And for those that are listening, Les Lancaster, check him out. Um, how can we watch? I know we talked about it a little bit, but how can we watch Ilvis Hockey? Man, that's a great question. Even my, you know, my family's struggling <laughs> with it. Uh, you know, sometimes they can get the game, sometimes they can't. But um, for the most part, they've been trying like on hockey TV mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll have the stream of our games up. Sometimes they won't, you know, if you talk to my parents, they'll, they're very frustrated with it because it's about <laughs> a 50, 50 chance if they get the games or not. So other than that, I really don't have an answer for you. Unfortunately, maybe you, <laughs> you guys are, hey, maybe you guys is. are just going to have to make a trip out to Finland and then come watch in person. You know what? I can get that passport in the mail Same ASAP. Win. Yeah, hey, I got a, uh, I got a nice couch, and I'll even cuddle one of you if I really have to. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You heard it. It's it's live recording. There's no takes backs. Uh, and it's funny you say that because I feel like uh, NHL fans are having the same issue watching NHL teams over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's across the board. I guess yeah. uh, I guess the, the powers that be just don't want us to watch hockey. But again, thank you so much for the time uh, and. You know, we look forward to following your career and continuing to grow. And uh, yeah, this is not the last time we'll chat and have you on. So we, we definitely look forward to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks. And again, really want to drive this home. We're so appreciative of Les taking the time to talk to us. Uh, you know, there is a seven hour time difference, as he said. So getting used to and getting acclimated to that time difference and then reaching out to us and and setting this all up was awesome. Uh, We hope to have more of the guys that we've had on from the Americans that have, you know, made the trek overseas uh, on the show here soon. So you guys can catch up with them and see how they're doing. Uh, You know, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool to kind of see this come full circle. I, I really think Les has got a great opportunity to, not only do well in this league, but advance hopefully into the NHL one day. Uh, he's playing the best hockey of his life, like he said. Uh, something else that he brought up was a little bit of, uh, you know, top golf and things like that. And we we really, we should have talked about our guys over at the range. And I think I'd be remiss, haven't said that in a while, if <laughs> I didn't ask Patrick to share it a little bit more about the range with us before we wrap this episode up. Man, we... We bring it up every week. I hope people are going to check it out because it is a lot of fun. To get there, you just go to therangegolf.com or on Instagram if you want to get a feel for how it all works first at the range underscore golf. It's really simple. You go on their website. You say, I want you to come to my house next Saturday at noon, and I want you to be there for four hours. And that's it. They show up, they set everything up, they bring the TrackMan technology so that you can play virtual courses, you can do a long drive competition, maybe a little capture the flag with your friends, they bring the clubs if you want to use your own, yeah, go for it. But unless you have brand new tailor-made Sim 2s, then theirs are probably better than yours. And it's really easy, 
like I said, they do everything for you. All you have to do is show up, hit some balls, say thanks, and then they're on their way when time is up. So if that sounds interesting to you, go to therangegolf.com, see their full course list, see all the games, see how it works, what stats you, you can track, and yeah, let them bring the range to you. Bring the range to you. What's what's our favorite stat? Smash, Smash factor. Smash factor. Well, guys, this is uh, you know, I'm like I said, super excited to to touch base with uh, Les uh, and and really kind of chat with him. Uh, this was a little bit different of an episode, obviously with hockey being back so 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 back. Uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about, so. Expect more from us in the future. We might throw some uh, mini episodes at you guys here and there. I don't know. Get frisky. But uh, as you can tell, the weekend has definitely taken a toll on all of us. Uh, so let's let's bring it into next week since we're recording on a Sunday night. This is going to be the start of our week. Let's set the tone. Patrick, just let him know. Stay sassy, and we'll have hmm. stars talk next week. Absolutely. And uh, while you're at it, go ahead and stay moist. Oh, and you threw the deuces up. The people can't see that, but you threw the chunk the deuce up for the south. Stay moist, peoples. And <laughs> as <Go> always, <laughs> yes, thank you. I that's that's the first song that came in my head. And as always, don't for any reason whatsoever, even if they tell you that Finland's not real, forget your Kermit tattoos. Mm-hmm.